What up, podcast? Welcome back. Episode 32 of Riffing with Clintus. And I just got back from a uh, camping trip. It's Labor Day weekend. It's Labor Day. And we just got back from uh, from a camping trip at Lola My Springs. If you've been watching the vlogs for a while, you know that Lola My Springs is a place near and dear to our hearts. Uh, Tiffany's been going since she was like eight years old. And, um, you know, that was like her family's like main campsite and campgrounds and and then when we started dating, that was like my first experience to like, you know, camping. I mean, I, I'd camped a couple times with friends, but just a couple times. This was like full on spending the weekend kind of thing, right? And of course, you know, when I talk about camping and I share photos and the vlogs, everyone's like, that's not camping, dude. That's that's glamping with like air quotes, right? Glamping because you're in a trailer and you've got hookups and water and shower and whatever uh, you know like camping you have to you know be out in the middle of the woods in a tent and you know shit in a, in a, in a hole in the ground and like yeah, yeah yeah i get it i get it but like that's 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 a it's a spectrum right it's a spectrum of of different forms of camping and and same thing that goes for vacationing right like some people when they think of vacation they think of the beach or they think of a, a, a theme park, an amusement park, or they think about going on a plane and flying to another state or city or country or whatever, right? Like everyone has their own um, idea of what vacation is. Same thing with camping, right? Now, rewind back a few years now. We've had our trailer almost five years. And before that, we tent camped for about four years, maybe? Question mark? I'm not sure exactly. I, I'm sure I go back and look and there's vlogs or photos or something, but we've been tent we tent camped for quite a while the kids both kids were kind of like you know that was their first experience um you know tiffany's parents have always had a trailer so we had a trailer to to go to we we'd sleep in the trailer on the floor or on a couch pull out our air mattress and then when we got our tent we started tent camping on their rv site and we can't uh tent camp near their uh their trailer and whatnot but um you know really it's like at the end of the day like who cares like really if if whether you're sleeping in a tent or you're sleeping on a, on a Serta mattress inside of a nice air-conditioned trailer. You're outdoors. You're outside. You're experiencing, you know, nature and and the outdoors. I mean, you know, and even then, back that up even again, right? Like, what's not to say that you can camp on the side of the beach, right? Like, what is the definition of camping, right? Like, that's really what it comes down to, and that's the question. In fact, you know what? Let's look that up. That's a great question. What is the definition of camping? I think I looked this up one time. I had this debate camping is an outdoor activity involving overnight stays away from home in a shelter such as a tent or a recreational vehicle there you go in the in the definition such as a tent or a recreational vehicle so there you go camping can happen in a vehicle so suck it uh but that's that's what it comes down to it's like who really cares and as long as you are experiencing some form of outdoors. And the point is even more so in that definition is overnight stays away from home. So that's really what it comes down to is that you are, you know, away from your normal habitat, away from your normal routine and doing other things. And that's really what that we love about camping. You know, we've, 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 um, I don't know what's the word like advanced or we've stepped up to a trailer and having, you know, a, a, a living space, but we dry camp, you know, we've been in the middle of the woods. We've been up to the cinders where it's like that lava rock and like no hookups, right? Our trailer's just boondocking it out in the middle of nothing. 
right? Yes, we have a toilet. Yes, we have a shower. Yes, we have running water, but it's all in the confines of our own thing. And that's, you know, so if you have a tent, then you make do, right? You, you, you use a washcloth to wash your your body parts. Uh, you, you know, you poop in the middle of, you know, in the middle of the forest and you dig a hole and you know, you, you do what you, and that everyone has their different levels of what they what's acceptable. Right. But when you're out there, you're doing different activities, right? You're, you're going for walks. We love going for walks with or without our dog. We'll go for walks. We'll walk along the Creek. You know, even though we've been in Lolomai for 20 something plus years, every time we go, the first thing we do is go for a walk. We explore the grounds, see how busy they are, how packed they are. See if there's any like unique trailers or trucks or you know, maybe friends we know, uh, um, you know, familiars, that sort of thing. Uh, but we're outside. We're, ex- you know, we hear the the locusts and we hear the running water and, you know, we we the smell of the wood and the, uh, it's just like, it's, you know, it's the whole package. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and like I said, we did the tent for four or five years. We we uh, we camped in many, many different campgrounds up on, on the Mogollon Rim. And, you know, we camped when it was freezing outside and we tent camped when it was raining outside and, I one time we were up in Mogollon Rim, uh, near Payson and it was raining and we were stuck inside our tent for, I don't know, three or four hours, right? Like we were playing card games, we were drinking, we were just doing whatever, but it was like, we were stuck in this little, in this tent, whereas at least with a trailer, you have more room and, and there's separation between like the kids and the parents and, you know, there's some electricity there and that sort of thing. But really it comes down to, uh, all the different activities and also the food too, right? Like you know, you cook differently. I know Tiffany, she plans some great meals, um, that, you know, can be cooked on, on a a little small little gas stove, or sometimes we cook straight up on the campfire, right? Now, granted with our trailer, we have a a full grill and a full stove. And so we cook meals, but we cook outside and we make meals that we wouldn't normally make inside. Um, you know, whether it's camping themed or if it's just quick little meals that are, are stuff that's not like not your typical, meals right because you don't have all the utensils and all the 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 amenities that you would normally have though some trailers you definitely can so i don't know i think the whole debate about when people like oh it's not camping that's glamping like it's just more of like a meme at this point like who really cares it's 2019 you know like campgrounds and campsites have gotten a lot more savvy um you know one of the big debates that that i've had with people you know numerous times is the presence of, you know, cell service and or Wi-Fi, right? Like Lolomai has Wi-Fi throughout the park, though it is spotty at best. You'll have full bars and no connectivity. And you're like, oh, right? Like I am a, I'm a digital person. I'm a, I'm connected to this world 50 different ways. And like what I like to do in my free time, let alone my, for my business is all connected. It's all digital. It's all social media. So for me to go in a, any length of period of time disconnected is troubling for me, right? And you can say what you want, you can think what you want, but again, it is 2019. This is not 1999. This is not 1989. Like the world is in a different place. We don't get our news from the newspaper anymore. We get our news from Twitter and from Reddit and from you know Facebook and whoever else, right? Like you've curated your your the the locations of where you get your news and who you get it from right? Like here in my household, we almost never have the TV on, right? Tiffany is probably the one who watches is the only one who watches TV on a regular basis. She'll come in, she'll turn on the TV, like in the day when she's like eating her lunch, she's watching one of her shows, maybe she'll turn on the news in the evening just to kind of get something going on. But we don't have the TV on hardly ever, right? Like I grew up in a household where my dad had the TV on 24 seven, he'd fall asleep to it. And when I turn the TV off, it would wake him up and he'd be like, Oh, what, what? 
right? It was almost like background noise, right? Whether it was uh, having sports game, you know, whatever sports games on or drag racing or an old comedy special that he recorded on VHS. The TV was always on as background noise. And to this day, when I go to my mom's house or my dad's house or, or my grandparents, like the TV gets turned on at some point just to have as, as background noise, or whatever, right? Like we, we, we family outings, family get get togethers. Um, you know, eventually my dad will make his way to the TV and turn the TV on. And, you know, usually it's sports. Sometimes it's a movie and Tiffany hates it because it's very distracting and we all get distracted from watching whatever's on the TV. Um, but like, that's 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 the generation that my dad grew up in and having the tv on and having a tv in the you know uh, in the house and that's not my household right like my household we don't have the tv on the kids have their own devices and think about this right 20 years from now where are our kids going to be what what devices and technology will our kids have you know we see sci-fi movies where they've got like you know devices strapped to the wrists or sunglasses that they wear they have like vi like like a display hud like in their glasses and like, I mean, who knows 20, 30 years from now, like that could be a reality. And then what, like the entire world is connected and, and you know, everything is through like your license is, is like this multi code and you thumbprint opens doors. And like to say, to, to, to say, to get off of the technology and go disconnect and get outdoors. And like, that's great. I'm all for that in short bursts because it's, it's not realistic for someone who and, and, and they say that I'm going to say this, but it's for every individual person. Some people aren't connected to social media. Some people st still have flip phones and prefer flip phones and, or they have an iPhone, but don't have any apps on it. They just use it as a phone and to text messages and maybe like do a couple of Google searches from time to time, but they're not really connected. Those are the people that are totally fine being disconnected and going up in the mountains for a week. Like there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. That's just not for me. And no one should tell me how I should have my vacation or tell me how I should you know, go camping, like get a tent, you know, go backpacking for a week, d just lose yourself in the woods and just, you know, turn off all social media. Like that's fine for you. That's not fine for me. And especially, like I said, when, when my entire world is connected, whether it's for, for, for pleasure, for leisure or for business and for, for, you know, whatever, like I say this all the time, how Bryce plays a lot of video games. Right. And then when I was a kid, right? Like video games were de demonized and they were like bad for us. And they were like rotten our brains. Like remember we were told the same thing with TV, T watch TV, TV, rots your brains, like go outside and play and da -da, you know, like that's how we were raised. And it's like now, like that just seems ludicrous. Like everyone has a smartphone. Everyone's on the internet. Everyone's on Instagram and Facebook. Everyone's, you know, watching Netflix or Hulu, which is all digital and it's all being streamed, you know, like our broadband internet, the internet we have today is like a million times faster than it was, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Right. And there's still countries in this world that don't even have dial up. Right. Imagine that. That's a mind trip right there. There's some people, some, some parts of this world that do not have internet, do not have access to internet and they're, they're oblivious to the world. Right. There's pros and cons obviously to that, but I feel like there's more pros being connected to the internet. There's more pros to having information at your fingertips. And it's not going to stop. It's not going to slow down. If anything, it's going to accelerate. If anything, it's going to continue to go further. So the fact that my kids enjoy going camping, they enjoy going to places like Lolomai, Mormon Lake, where you know they spend the, the the day running around, playing tag, riding bikes, you know, playing in the creek, 
one of the things that we really stood out this trip specifically was Bryce made friends with one of the, um, you know, he'd been a long time member like us going to Lolomai every year, two or three times a year, but something clicked this last year. They started playing PlayStation together. They started playing video games together. And, you know, today when kids play video games, they've got their microphones and their headsets and they're talking to the other kids they're playing with. And it, and it could be just one kid or it could be up to like eight kids, right? Like there's, there's a party chat going on. And, you know, if you go back 20, 30 years ago, we had party chats, right? They're on phones. We had three-way calling, right? There was the party chat line where you get like six or seven of your buds together and, and talk, right? Girls, like, we no, nothing's changed, right? When we were kids, you want to play video games? You had to go to little Timmy's house, knock on the door and say, hey, can Timmy play? Yeah, come on in, Clint. And then you sit on the couch and little Timmy's playing Zelda. So now you're sitting next to Timmy. Timmy's playing Zelda. You might be talking, but you might just be sitting there watching him. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound like something we do today with Twitch, with Mixer? Like you're sitting there at your house watching Ninja play Fortnite, right? Maybe you're talking to your buddy like, oh my God, did you see that snipe that Ninja got? It's crazy, insane. Yeah, his building skills are insane. Like, you know, you're talking to a chat room full of other people that are also watching Ninja. Like nothing's changed. Technology has just made it easier. Technology has made it more accessible. And so every day when Bryce is upstairs playing his video games, yeah, sure, he's up there playing video games, but he's playing video games with his friends. He's in a group chat with multiple kids every single day, right? He's not up there playing by himself. He's up there playing with friends. And that's another thing, you know, a lot of kids ask me on a daily basis, hey, can they play with Bryce? Can they play Fortnite with Bryce? And, you know, my answer is always, yeah, sure, absolutely. Uh, this isn't like me not letting him. It's he's never once asked to play with viewers or fans or strangers because that's really what everyone is right like you know bryce because of the vlogs you know bryce because of you know me sharing our lives for the last 10 years but bryce doesn't know any of you bryce doesn't know any of the kids right and so you know that's the and i always say this analogy and when a kid comes to my chat room live on twitch and they're like hey can i play with bryce i'm like yeah sure you can but he probably won't want to i said if your mom came home from work and handed you a screen name and said hey bob from my accounting department has a son. I talk about you. I showed him pictures of you. He's a real big fan of you. He wants to play Fortnite with you. Here, add him on PlayStation. Would you jump and add this random kid you've never met on PlayStation and play Fortnite with him? Probably not. I mean, let's be realistic. Would you, if, if your mom handed you a username and said, hey, this is a guy from my that I work with, his son. He thinks you're really cool and wants to play with you. Would you, here, you should add him and play Fortnite with him. Now, Maybe if you don't have any friends, maybe if you don't play any Fortnite with anybody else, maybe you're looking for somebody to play with. I can see you saying yes, right? At least giving them a chance. Hi, uh, my mom works with your dad. She said you want to play Fortnite. Oh, yeah, yeah, let's play Fortnite. And then, you know, maybe you guys hit it off and become friends. Maybe he's super annoying. You're like, wow, I can't stand playing Fortnite with this kid, right? Well, you gave it a shot. Now you guys somehow have to figure out a way to let him know, let him know that you don't want to play with them anymore, right? Ignore him, tell him off, whatever. But there's the chance you risk of playing with the strangers that you might find him totally annoying or maybe he's like just not, you know, because you're not friends with everybody, right? There's people you're attracted to, the people you play with and you have fun with and you enjoy hanging out with. And there's some people you're just kind of like, eh, eh, you know? So on Bryce's side, Bryce has a huge friends list. I mean, in fact, his friends list is full with the requests. He's got more, he's got more than 2000 requests. So he can't actually accept any friend. Like he can't take any more friend requests yet. He, he has to start deleting them or accepting them. And he's actually had to delete some because he's had school friends say, Hey Bryce, I'm trying to add you. And so it won't, won't let me. So he'll have to like delete people, delete friend requests, 
then text his friend like, hey, go ahead and send a request now, I'll accept you. And then he can accept it because he gets full. Like people just send him friend requests all day long. And he's like I said, I think the limit's 2000 on the PlayStation. So he's got over 2000 friend requests. Um, but he plays with his friends. He plays with his school friends, his basketball friends, Mason, his cousin, and, and then his friends. And he always has people to play. With. In fact, sometimes he has a hard time deciding who to play with. He'll log on to play with, say, his best friend, Julio, and they want to play Fortnite. But then Maddox will get on and be like, hey, dude, you want to play some NBA 2K? And he's like, ooh, I kind of want to play some NBA 2K. And he'll have to be like, hey, uh, Julio, this has been fun, man, but I think I'm going to switch over to some NBA 2K. I'll talk to you later. You know, and he actually has to like pick and choose who he plays with and when he plays with them, how long he plays with them, right? So going back to that, that, that whole thing of like Bryce play, is playing with his friends. He's just playing with his friends in 2019, which is very different than playing with your friends in 1999, right? 1993, when you had to sit on the couch to play with your friend, you know? It's a very different scenario. And, uh, and, I, and again, I think, I think a lot of has to do with parenting, right? Like my kids play sports. Both my kids are, are fully, Sierra is fully devoted to, to volleyball. Bryce, eh, I would say it's a 50-50 between video games and basketball, but he plays basketball. He's at practice twice a week. Uh, once or twice a month, he has a tournament. He also plays school sports. Uh, he just made the volleyball team, so he's gonna be playing school volleyball. He'll try out for the basketball team when basketball is here. Most likely he'll make that. He'll be playing basketball. So my kids get exercise. My kids are athletic. They like going outside when the, when the opportunity arises. Obviously, we live here in Phoenix, Arizona. It's hot. So right now it's 110 degrees outside. Not optimal weather to be on your bicycle and ride around, right? Give it a month or two when the weather starts to drop. And I guarantee my kids are going to be outside a lot more, right? Basketball court around the corner. They got scooters. They got longboards. Bryce wants to get a pair of rollerblades. He might be getting a pair of those for Christmas. So there's something else. You know what I mean? So the fact that my kids might spend six hours playing video games on a Saturday doesn't bother me because throughout the week, they're getting physical activity and they play sports and they do things, right? Not saying that every kid should or has to, but maybe they should. That's what I was going to say. Not that they have to, but maybe they should, right? As long as your kid's getting some kind of physical activity, it's good for their health. And I'm not talking about weights. I'm talking about health, right? Cardiovascular your heart, your blood, like that sort of thing, right? And as long as they're getting a balance there, who cares if they play 12 hours of video games, right? If they get two or three hours of exercise, 12 hours of video games, who cares, right? What's the difference between you, your kid playing Fortnite for, for six hours upstairs or dad sitting on the couch watching football on Sunday for six hours, right? Let's be, let's be realistic here, right? If you watch a full day of sports, a full day of bat football on a Sunday, that's three football games, potentially, you're watching, Football game lasts mm, three to four hours, maybe with halftime and all the commercials and stuff. I think it's two, two to three hours, maybe. So yeah, three games, that's six to nine hours of football. What's the difference? Really? The difference is that you have that, you know, I, well, whatever, we'll get into details of that, but that's my point. And, and, and I think a lot of the, the, the adults that are like demonizing video games and demonizing tech technology and, 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 uh, social media, they're just from a different generation. And instead of looking at the past and, and looking back at the way that they were raised and how things were said back then, they, we, we, I think we need to stop that. I think we need to look forward. We need to look at today and then look forward, right? Like, look at the technology advances in medicine, right? Look where things are like, like cannabis are at, right? Like, we were, we were raised, drugs were bad, and, and, we, and marijuana led to bigger and badder drugs. And, you know, like, it was a path of addiction and blah, blah, blah. And now you got marijuana legal in like 25 states for for medical purposes and i think it's 10 states for recreational and it's only going to continue more like canada the entire country it's legal um i think in europe too maybe england i don't remember i don't remember but 
you know, I'm just, I'm just saying like times change, technology changes, science changes, there's discoveries, there's, you know, research that's done. And, you know, and there's gonna be more of that in the future about the way our generations are. There's gonna be a 30 year study, you know, 10 years from now that says, okay, well, this is what social media effects look like on, you know, a child that was raised in it. Then we can have the debate, right? But I think, uh, you know, just to wrap up this thought about camping and, and glamping and, you know, technology and being outdoors, I, I think it's, it's like everything else in the world, like literally everything else in the world. It's all about moderation. It's all about knowing the individual because everyone's different, right? You can't compare two kids. My kid is very different than your kid. And my kid responds to things differently than your kid. And my kid acts differently around other people and in public than your kid. Like, like you can't take two kids and like put them in the box and say they have to be exactly the same because they're not exactly the same. Everyone's different. And, uh, you know, the same thing goes with people who are, who have addictive personalities, people that get addicted to things, you know, they lack the self-control to turn it off. They, they lack the self-control to stop it. You know, they say they can stop whatever they want, but well, I don't want to like, you know, like that, that's where that comes into play. Right. Like I love going to a casino and playing blackjack. Right. But I know my limits. I come in with a certain amount of, dollar, amount, of, amount of money, right? Let's say it's two or $300. This is the money that I'm going to play blackjack. If I walk away with nothing, that the, the, this is the, the most amount of money I'm pulling out. I'm not going to an ATM. I'm not going to pull more money out. Like this is it. And I have those constraints. So I realistically could go, you know, uh, to a casino, not necessarily every month, but let's just say it's every other month. Let's just, just for shits and giggles for the, for the conversation. And I know that I'm, I'm going to set myself a budget and I can only go, I, I'm only going to spend so much money, right? There's people who can't do that. There's people who go and they, they bring, you know, their paycheck or they bring a certain dollar amount, but then they inevitably go back to the, the, the ATM saying, I can win this back. I'm going to win this back and double my money. And I, I just need another chance. And that's when they get into these like gambling debts or they get in these, you know, these, these binge, same thing with alcohol and drugs, right? Like, you know, like people who, who can control themselves they can, they can drink alcohol and be just fine. They can, they can do marijuana and be just fine. They can do, you know, mushrooms or whatever and be fine because they know their limits and they know they have, they have self-control. So that's why it's okay for one person to do it, but maybe not someone else. And that's on the person to know their limits. That's, that's on the person to know. I can't do that. Right? I, I know somebody who, uh, has been uh, sober, no alcohol, no drugs for many, many years because he had a binge like uh, what was that, uh, Mardi Gras, right? Scared the living crap out of him and it scared him sober. You know, he went from partying and being like a social drinker to a heavy drinker to cold turkey because he knew, he knows I can't go back to that life because if I start again, who knows where I'll end up, right? He knew that he called it and he stopped and he's been sober ever since and been happier, been happier than ever. So I was going to wrap this up, but I totally went on another rant. Uh, at the end of the day, I think it's to each his own. What works for some person doesn't necessarily have to work with someone else. We personally love to go camping, but we have a travel trailer and we like the luxuries of having that trailer, right? We're, we've had our trailer for almost five years and we've talked about downsizing, going a little bit smaller, but going with a toy hauler so I can take my bike and make it easier and more accessible for my dirt bike. Um, so I can see that happening maybe the next year. You know, we're also uh, potentially buying a new house and that might actually take a back seat. We might actually wait until after the election and see what happens. Cause you know, there's a really good chance that we might slide back into a little bit of a recession post, uh, post, uh, post election. And if that's the case, that's the best time to buy a house. So we might just wait it out. We might wait another year, you know, and if that's the case, might be time to buy a new trailer. 
So we spent Labor Day weekend at Lola My Springs. And uh, as I said, one of our favorite places to go. Kids specifically, Bryce, wanted to go um, because, like I said, he he made friends with Maddox and uh, was playing a lot of uh, video games with him uh, over the last year. And so, like, Lola My was the place they met. Lola My is the place they can meet and hang out face to face. And so this weekend seemed a lot different. Bryce was gone most of the time because he was playing with with him and a couple other kids that were there camping that were friends of theirs and so it was like four or five kids the whole time and bryce was gone the whole time sierra would hang out with them sometimes and sometimes she would come back and hang out with me and tiffany uh sometimes she was hanging out with some of the littler um there's some little girls that were there were around but sierra was definitely the oldest and uh definitely the oldest girl um but it was fun it was cool and and it was it was awesome to like you know just let them do their thing you know, especially with Lola and I, we've been going there for their entire lives. Like they know the grounds very, very well. And again, we do the walk as soon as we get there. So, you know, points out any, any new things or things to avoid or whatever. And, uh, you know, it's, it's always a good time. And so, um, again, kids got their outdoor times right in the evenings or in the early mornings, they get on their phone, but they didn't have a, a good connection where we were camping. So it wasn't like they could sit on their phones in the trailer the whole time. Uh, they could go to the clubhouse and that's where we go. We go to the clubhouse to connect to the good Wi-Fi and, you know, uh, update and download and whatever. And the kids did the same thing. They go there, download a couple of YouTube videos or a couple of Netflix shows. And then, you know, they have something to watch in the evening, you know, for bedtime or whatever. Um, and then before we left to go back down to Phoenix, they download movies or whatever they're going to watch on the, on the road trip. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was, it was just really cool. I'm glad that, my our kids still enjoy that they still going they still enjoy going outdoors and playing in the creek and you know playing sports they bryce played in a basketball tournament they got second place and you know uh they played kickball and you know they just had had a really good time all around um you know camping right it doesn't matter if we were in a trailer or not we were still camping and the kids were still doing do- outdoor activities you know um i just i just think it's silly that people put this label on there that you can't actually be camping if you're in a trailer and I think it's just all what you make of it. I really do. You know, at the end of the day, different times of year, different campgrounds, you know, we're sitting out front of our trailer. And that's another reason why Tiffany and I want to downsize is that we're never inside of our trailer. We're never actually inside sitting down on the couch or at the dinner table. Like the dinner tables are where we keep all our bags and our, my, my, you know, my equipment and stuff like that. And then the couch has the dog bed sitting in front of it. So you can't even really sit on the couch fully because your legs are kind of sprawled out across above the dog and, you know, so my point is that we're always outside. And so it doesn't really matter what the inside looks like. We want to downsize, get something smaller, get a toy hauler. And, you know, as long as it's got good beds. Also, kids are outgrowing their bunk beds. You know, we, we bought the trailer, like I said, almost five years ago. That puts Bryce at like, what, eight years old? And Sear was 10. Much smaller, right? They both have had some crazy growth spurts the last couple of years. Sierra's feet are hanging out. Bryce's feet are hanging out. If they're not, if you, if they're not like curled up in the fetal position, you know, on their side... If they like look straight up, we're on their back. Their feet are hanging out off the edge of the bed. So plus it's just a foam pad. It's not really a mattress. So it's not very comfortable as they get bigger and heavier. And, you know, so just realistically in the next year, we really should be looking to get a different trailer. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, overall, great weekend. A lot of fun. Uh, Lola Mai is, is a great place. If you've never been there, check it out. Low, low, my, that's M-A-I. Lola My Springs Outdoor Resort. It's uh, between Cottonwood and Sedona. Uh, it one one little thing I will point out. It's not a lot cooler than Phoenix. It's only ten degrees different. So if it's if it's one hundred and ten down in Phoenix, it's a hundred up there. So it's still it's still hot. But 
you just take your butt over to the creek and you sit down in the creek and you just enjoy the water and the ambience and it's all good. We love that place. And the kids do too. And we'll be back, uh, we'll be back uh, probably for Halloween. And then we usually, you know, Memorial Day weekend is usually the first kickoff of the summer and whatnot. So it's a classic. It's, it's one that we'll continue to go to our, the rest of our lives. Tiffany's parents are still, you know, they, they're still members and they still go on a regular basis. So, you know, we will continue that tradition and it'll be a family tradition from now until forever. Uh, I really do. Until the day that kids don't like it anymore, right? That, that's always a possibility. Uh, dirt bike is a, is a perfect example of that, right? My dad rode dirt bikes when he was a kid. He got me and my brothers into it when we were kids. Um, you know, we, we take hiatuses. At one point, all three of us have owned a dirt bike. Um, right now, I, me and my brother Travis are the only one that still own one, even though Travis hasn't ridden one in, I don't know, maybe 10 years, 15 years. I don't even know when the last time he rode. His bike's been broken for years. Um, and then, my, you know, my dad still rides. He still races from time to time. Um, I still ride from time to time. But, you know, I try to get my kids into it, and I, I, did, I did the wrong way. I, I bought cheap bikes, and they were crappy bikes, and they never really fell in love with it. And here they are, fast forward now, 14 and 12, and they have no desire to ride it at all. They do enjoy riding like quads and, and, and motorized vehicles, right? Like razors and, and stuff like that. They, they do enjoy it. And I think that if I were to get a new bike at this point in their lives, they're a little older, I think they would probably enjoy it. Um, I just, dirt biking is so different than like a razor. A razor, you can just jump in, throw a helmet on or throw some goggles on and just go, Right. Even a quad, you can somewhat get away with that because, you know, you're on four wheels and there's like a platform on the bottom that, you know, your feet aren't on. Dirt biking is completely different. You like realistically need to be wearing the gear. I don't ever ride my dirt bike without boots, knee pads, helmets, because you're just, you're on, you're on two wheels and one small bump, one bad rock, like you're off of the handlebars. I've been there. I've done that. I've injured myself. We'll never ride my bike without my gear. So that puts a damper on things. That's one of the reasons why it's not so easy and accessible because it's an ordeal for me to go dirt bike riding. It's an ordeal for the kids to go to dirt bike riding. It's one of the reasons, you know, one of the things that turned Bryce off is like, I can just go upstairs and turn my PlayStation on and I can be in a game of Fortnite within 30 seconds, 60 seconds. To go dirt bike riding, it takes me 10 minutes to get all my gear on, warm the bike up, or if we're driving somewhere, load it in the back of the truck, back of the truck, drive 30, 40 minutes to where we're going, unload it, get my gear on, now we can go for a ride. So here we are, an hour plus. Now we can ride. Now we do our riding. Now we're done. Okay, cool. Take all our gear off, load the bikes back up, drive 30, 40 minutes back to home, unload everything, clean everything. Now we're home. Now, you know, dirt bike riding took takes all day. It's an all-day event. And it just, it just is different, right? That's something that even myself, as much as I love riding my dirt bike, I really do. It is not convenient. It is inconvenient to to do that and part of the i think you swallow the inconvenience is when you're with friends or family and you've got like some other someone holding you accountable to be there and do it right when i was younger i had friends i had my brothers i had cousins we we had people to ride with every sunday it was like all right who's riding this weekend oh so and so's not gonna be able to make it so and so's not gonna make it but so and so so and so and so and so will be there cool i'll be there right and I don't have that structure today. I don't have that. I don't have that structure, and I don't have that drive um, to you know pack it up and even drive 30, 40 minutes because it's just like man, I enjoy other things right now. If dirt bike riding was literally the only thing that I enjoyed, it was the only thing that brought me joy and the only thing that I loved, then yes, that's a different story. And if that's the one thing for you, if it's basketball, if it's uh, video games, if it's dirt bike riding, if it's 
art, if it's singing, whatever it is, if that's the one thing that you're passionate about above all else, then it makes perfect sense to devote all your time. And driving 30 or 40 minutes and taking 15 minutes to get ready seems nothing if it's something you love doing, if it's your passion. But see, that's where I think Bryce and I are different than a lot of the kids that watch our videos is that dirt bike riding is just one of many things we enjoy doing. But video games are actually our number one hobby, our number one source of entertainment, and what we do in our free time. Oh, yeah, and it's also very convenient because all you have to do is turn on your device and you're ready to go. So I think that's one of the things that really stands apart. You know, kids are like, I don't understand. Bryce has a dirt bike. I'd be riding it all the time. It's like, well, that's you. That's not Bryce. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you have a PlayStation? Do you enjoy playing video games? Do you have, you know... 15 friends that you play video games with every night? Probably not. That's probably why you don't care about video games because you have no, you find video games boring because you know, you have no one to play with or you don't enjoy the video games like Bryce does, you know? So it's, it's very different. And, and, you know, to loop this back around to the camping side, it's the same thing. Bryce and Sierra enjoy camping right now and they enjoy going to Lolomai, but you know, Sierra's 14. She's in high school. That might change. You know, maybe next year we go to Lolomai and she's like, yeah, I think I'm gonna stay home. Or I'm going to go hang out with, you know, Reagan for the weekend. And then she doesn't want to come, right? Like we, Tiff and I know that day might come, right? Um, my, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, they have two, you know, two older boys. One's out of high school and one's a senior in high school. And they don't make it to every single camping trip for one reason or another, whether it's work or school or friends or activities, or they just don't feel like going and they just want to stay at home, you know, have their own free time. So that we know that's a possibility. We know that's potentially going to happen. So you know, we take the time that we get with the kids and we, we cherish it and we love it. And, uh, like I said, at 14 and 12, they still enjoy going camping and, you know, um, being outdoors. And like I said, the kids aren't cooped up in the trailer the whole time. It's not like they're sitting there with the, you know, the ACs running and they're on, they're watching TV or, or even playing games or just, you know, they enjoy being out in the outdoors. And so as long as they continue to like that, we will continue to do it and we'll, you know, we'll do it until they no longer want to do it. And then we'll cross that bridge at that point and Tiffany and I can figure out, you know, do we downsize and just do our own thing or do we sell it all and, you know, move into the city? That's always a possibility, right? Um, so yeah, there you go. There's, there's my little rant about camping and glamping because like we had a really good time this weekend. It really did. And, uh, but like I said, my one complaint was the lack of connectivity. I could do short bursts. You know, I go three, four hours without being connected. And then eventually I'd have to walk my way over to the, um, to the camp, the, the, the clubhouse. Cause they had the good wifi there. I get connected and you know, I'd post some photos and check up on some tweets and check discord, hang on discord for 10, 15 minutes and chat it out with the, the community, you know, that sort of thing. Didn't really read the news. Didn't really read up on what was going on in the world. I know PAX West was going on this weekend. There's some stuff going on with destiny, but you know, for the most part, it was just a quick spot check on, you know, reply to some comments, post the next photo, keep, you know, keep, keep the business running, keep the social coming, right? Because that's really what it comes down to. And uh, that's it. That was my only, I'm really my only complaint. Everything else was fantastic. This weekend. I would have liked to have maybe a friend or two there. You know, we met some new, we met some new people, we met some, some neighbors and uh, some people from down in the valley. We chatted up with them and, you know, some familiar faces from Lola Mai specifically, but you know, it wasn't, it's not the same without me, my papa or Jack and Chrissy or Mike and Joy you know, kind of wish they were there, but everyone had their own plans for the weekend and they were all doing their own thing. So it was nice for it to be just us and be on our own schedules and not really have to worry about anybody. But at the same time, 
you do kind of like that camaraderie, right? Like there's a sense of, there's a sense of camaraderie around there, whether it's playing, you know, cornhole or just sitting and, and bullshitting, you know, whatever. M- Mike's usually got a game on. So whatever sports is going on, we never even turned our TV on again. We're not a TV family, so we don't turn ours on. Mike will always have his on, right? Um, Jack's right there with the remote in his hand watching whatever game is on, right? So there's always that talking piece of like what sport events going on and kind of gives you a reason to kind of gather around. For me in my trailer, it's music. I'll put on some music and we'll just sit and listen to some tunes, played some cornhole, you know, that kind of thing. But, you know, for the most part, everyone's got their own flavor of what they like to do. The guys sitting, the guys next to us went fishing every day, like every day, grabbed their poles and went fishing. And they caught a couple of fish, you know, because they're into fishing, obviously. That's their thing. So that's what they do when they're camping. Others will put up a hammock and sit in a, in a hammock and read a book, right? Or, or uh, you know, take a nap and listen to the, the, the sounds of the wilderness. Everyone's got their, their thing they like to do, right? For me, it's all a social thing. I love just hanging out with people and being social and, you know, music. And that's my thing. That's my ideal place, whether that's at a pool or on the beach or in the woods, right? Like, that's, that's, where, that's where I like to spend my time uh, leisurely, if you will. So, um, yeah, short episode. I just, uh, like I said, we got back from, uh, back from camping and I kind of wanted to just got to spit it all out and get it on here. I'm trying to be more diligent about that. Uh, every time there's a, a an experience, I want to tell a story and I want to talk about, you know, the experiences and, and, and my thoughts about it, things that I see on, on social media, things that I see uh, on the internet. And, uh, you know, that's kind of the direction that I kind of want to take all my content, you know, whether it's YouTube or my Twitch streams or the podcast is leaning more into my storytelling and, you know, storytelling is more of me to you, right? So this podcast is definitely a platform for that because there's really no interaction, right? You're just sitting here listening to me talk for X amount of minutes. Same thing if I was on stage, right? And had an audience, I'd be telling a story, not really getting that back and forth. Twitch definitely has that back and forth. So there's more opportunity to kind of go to, to say something, get feedback and then build off of that. You know, whether it's how was your weekend? What'd you do this weekend? That kind of thing. Um, but then also like the, the, with, with, with YouTube and with the pot, with the vlogs is, you know, more sharing moments and capturing moments. I thought the last vlog that went up, you know, even though we didn't do anything and like 90% of it was from our house and from our kitchen and from our dining room table, it was still a daily check-in and, you know, ask the kids how things were going, what they were up to and, and kind of giving you guys updates. And I feel like I need to just kind of go back to my roots and quit, quit trying to be somebody else or quit trying to appease the vocal minority. And I just need to do what I do and people will like it. Great. If they don't like it, then, you know, that's great too. There's always, there's always somebody else out there that's creating content and you can, they can go consume that content. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I posted a photo on Instagram actually while I was up at Lolomai. I was using my moleskin that, uh, that Brian, uh, Fatal Symphony got for me. And, um, I actually have a, a list of things to, to, to work on. And one of them was this podcast. And I had my notes about camping, glamping, all that stuff. I have a lineup of guests for the podcast that I'm going to reach out to, uh, starting tonight, schedule somebody for this week and then start scheduling, uh, one or two interviews, not even interviews. I don't want to say interviews, just like having guests on to shoot the shit here on the podcast. And I really just want to start doing more of that. And something else that I really, again, listening to Gary Vaynerchuk, but then also thinking about people like um, Joe Rogan, right? Joe Rogan, 
I think it's five days a week. I think it might be seven days a week and he just banks them or something. I don't know. But basically he posts a new episode almost every day and he has a guest on every single time. And that's his, that's his content, right? So instead of a daily vlog, he does a daily podcast, right? They're, and they're long. They're anywhere from two to three hours. He has really big guests on, whether it's an, uh, an athlete or a, a, a movie star, uh, someone in, in prolific in like technology or science, politics, right? Like Joe Rogan's got a wide plethora of guests and, and I love it. But it made me think about, you know, Gary, Gary talking about more content and pumping out more content and like you should be posting X amount of times a day and you know, if, if you feel like it's, you know, you've hit a plateau, then post more content. Like he's big on the volume, right? The, the quantity over quality, but he'll, he says all the time, this goes back to what I said earlier about looking at the feedback and looking at the analytics and going, okay, what worked, what didn't do more of the ones that worked and do less of the ones that didn't work. But that doesn't mean stop or not do as much. It means just do more of what is working, what's getting more traction, what your audience and your community are replying to and that are engaging with, right? And so one of the things that popped in my head, I was listening to this and I was writing in my Moleskine, was like, you know, I'm doing one podcast episode a week, trying to maintain that, right? Some weeks it's a little rough or some weeks it might be a little late. And then I've talked about doing two a week, right? One with just me doing like this, where it's just a story time, rant, whatever, what's going on. And then one with a guest. Well, what if I just ramp it up and say, fuck it, we're just going to do like, if I can schedule four guests in one week, we'll do four episodes in one week. And then the next week might just be one of me. Right now, of course I can always like bank those and schedule them out. So you're guaranteed two episodes a week. Right. But if it's topical, if it's relevant, I mean, I might just post them all. So I don't know, but that's where I'm kind of leaning on is like, you know, at the end of the day, what is it that I'm, what I, it comes down to what I want to do. It just, that's at the end of the day is what it is. Right. Like, what is it that I want to do? Do more of that. And I, even though I've got my toes in multiple pools, right? Podcasting, streaming, vlogging, uh, sponsored work, like trying new things like the, the VR videos. If you guys haven't caught those VR videos, I've got two of those out. We've got one more coming later this month. Um, that's new technology. I've got a new camera, new editing software. Like I'm doing all new stuff and it's not, it's not super fantastic yet. I'm still learning. I'm learning how to use that camera and how to shoot for VR. But it's something that I'm exploring, right? Trying new things and just, again, it comes down to producing more content. And that's, that's what I'm trying to do is just to produce more content. And some things are going to stick and some things are going to go, you know, get a lot of traction and think you guys are going to love it. And be like, oh my God, this is awesome. Do more of this. And then some things are going to be kind of like, meh, right? And I may not get any feedback. You guys may not say anything. You might just, just glaze over it. Like if we don't say anything, maybe he'll just will not do it again, right? And then more people are, some people are more vocal and be like, yeah, that was really not my thing, man. I'm not digging that. And then that's fine, right? That's fine. I get that. I'm, I need that feedback. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really going to lean in on the podcasting. And, and like I said, maybe, maybe do two guests a week. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I think it really comes down to everyone's schedules. There's some people who are pretty much on the ready all the time just to shoot the shit for an hour, right? I could definitely, definitely have some friends for that. Um, and that's the thing too, I'm going to have my friends on, like that's inevitable, right? I've got some friends that I just want to like catch on like, Hey, let's just, let's just shoot the shit. And there's some people that are like, I, like I'm acquaintances with or, or friends with that have like very prolific messages and very prolific stories that I kind of want to share with you guys. So I'm trying to like mix it up a little bit, right? Like, you know, boy, girl, boy, girl, uh, friend or 
and or acquaintance, right? Like mixing it up a little bit. So that's stuff, stuff to look forward to. Um, we got both kids schedules for sports. So now that I know their schedules and their game times, I'll be able to lock in not only those guests for the podcast, but also some night streams. A lot of you guys have been requesting for night streams on Twitch. That'll be coming as well because now I can guarantee, okay, this week, guys, we're going to do streams Mondays and Wednesdays this week, night streams, right? Starting like at 7 p.m. till 11 p.m. or something like that, right? We'll do four hours or three hours or something like that. So I'll be posting a lot of updates on my schedule and content uh, over on Discord, discord.gg slash Clintus. Uh, it's a free place for you guys to come hang out. I'm in there all the time. I got notifications turned on. I get notifications for pretty much every message in every channel. So I see, you know, and I try to engage with everybody there. But even if I'm not there, the community is, right? Everyone that's listening to this right now, everyone that hangs out in my Twitch chat, a lot of people that watch my YouTube videos, they're in Discord. And you can share photos and you can, if you're, if you create content, if you're a YouTuber yourself or Twitch streamer or podcaster or maybe you're an artist, we have a content promo channel that you can post your links in and like say, hey guys, I made this. What do you guys think? You know, if you're looking for people to play video games with, we have LFG channels, right? You go in there and, and there's an Xbox channel, a PC channel, a PlayStation channel and be like, hey guys, here's my name and these are the games I play. Let me know if you're looking for someone to play with. I'm always looking for someone to play Fortnite with or whatever. Those are all opportunities. But at the end of the day, it's just a place for the community to come together and hang out when I'm not live or when you're not, we don't have a YouTube comment section anymore. So you can't hang out in the comment section. You know, that used to be a thing. Um, so discord is fantastic. But anyway, I'll be posting all my updates there as far as scheduling and, and, uh, and contents around that sort of thing. Um, and next week I'm going to be on someone else's podcast doing an interview and hopefully learn some stuff about, um, you know, some of my content and, you know, things that I can do differently in the future. So a lot of changes guys. And 2019 is, it's, it's, it's still ramping up. I feel like 2019 is a big year for me. A lot of things have happened so far with so much more to come. We've got what, four more months, three more months. What we get, we get into September. It's now nine, right? So September, October, November. Yes. Yeah, so we got four months left of the year. And I feel like the last four months are going to be fire. I really do. I'm, I'm really pumped about it. Um, you know, I've had some bad days. I've had some roller coaster ride, you know, declines and I get in my own head and I start, you know, kind of doubting myself and stressing out about things. But, but I, you know, I have to thank a lot of you guys. I have a big support system with you guys that, you know, I'm just like everyone else. I have a bad day, right? I get stressed out. I get down on myself, but you know, I've got friends and colleagues and you know, even acquaintances that because of the power of social media, they can reach out and, you know, just kind of tap me on the shoulder and be like, it's all right, dude. It's all right. You know? So I'm really, uh, I'm really trying to put the pedal to the metal and, and, and really just push forward really hard. So I'm excited and, uh, you guys should be too. So anyway, thanks for listening. I love you. I appreciate you and, uh, stay tuned for more episodes. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. It's free to subscribe. You can subscribe to this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Spotify, iTunes, Apple, Google, Android, um, or you can download the Anchor app and just download Anchor and and follow the podcast there if you want. It's up to you. So uh, anyway, I'm going to uh, I'm going to upload this and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go live on Twitch, Twitch.tv/clintus, and uh, hang out with whoever shows up there and play some video games. So uh, have a great great week. I'll see you on the next episode. Peace. We'll